0: And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the Triangle, Angie Cole and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, I want to talk about making a good offer. Obviously, maybe this is like obvious statement of the century, but it's a crucial part of the buying process is making a good offer, but it might be a little bit more complex than you think. It's, you know, you don't want to go too low and maybe offend the seller or not even get a response from them, but you also don't want to overpay for your home can be a big matter of debate trying to find that middle point. So we're going to talk about some of the factors you should consider when you're making an offer on a home. And then on next week's program, we'll kind of flip the question around, and we're going to talk about from the seller's perspective how to evaluate those offers that you might be getting on your home because in many cases you're getting multiple offers in today's market. So it's important to evaluate each one that comes in. But let's approach it from the buyer's side today. And this one's kind of funny, Angie, but there is a little bit of personality that's entered into an offer. Yeah. It sounds weird because you think of it as just the, the a dollar figure, a, a math problem is kind of how we approach it. Yeah. But you want to kind of be likable in yeah. your offer. How does that happen?
1: Yeah. You know, the one thing that we always love to share with our clients, our buyers, is to write a letter. Worked for us. Yep. Write a letter. And it, it, sure, it sure has, right? One of my buyers Specialists. Um, they were just mentioning how they were about to make an offer on a home that is now a vacant home. Unfortunately, the owner who has been there forever had to go into assisted living. Okay. And so, of course, as the buyer, you know what? Write a letter to that seller, and I want you to be honest and truthful about it. But right. I mean, pulling out the heartstrings just a tad bit helps, right? So, mm-hmm. with a person like that, you know what? That home, they love that home. They've lived in there for so many years. You know, that home to them is just So important, so many memories. So, you know what? Talk about how you're going to take care of that home, how you can't wait to create more memories. You know, you want to make sure that you are likable and the seller is excited about you moving into the home. So, to me, that's what likable means. Of course, you know, I know we'll get deeper into this, you know, but we never want to butt heads and all that good stuff. But I think uh, the big thing to me would be be likable and really express it in a letter to the seller when you go to make an offer.
0: It's a little thing but it goes a long way. Oh yeah! I've told this story on the show before, but in case you haven't heard it, I'll tell you the short version of it. And we were so busy, and it's hard. You're so busy, you're looking at homes, you got other things going on in your life. It's sometimes gonna be really hard to take that couple of minutes to sit down and write write that Mm -hmm. letter for your offer. Right. Because we've spent so much time talking about what to offer, how to structure it, I think it was like, I don't know, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock at night when we finally, uh, Vicky was, you know, talking to us about it. And we finally decided, all right, this is what we're going to do. She's like, well, if you can get me the letter, I can submit it with the offer in the morning. And so I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. It's 11, right. 1130 Last thing at night. I want to do is put Go some and thought into try it. Try and put some thought into this. My brain is wiped out. But, you know, I took 15 minutes and just wrote exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Heartfelt letter. Right. But very truthful. Yep. I I didn't try to go too crazy on it, and that's all it took, and that made the difference of getting our dream home. Yeah. We beat out a better offer because we made that emotional connection with the seller. And it worked in our situation won't work in every situation. But a 15 minute investment helped us get our dream home. mm -hmm. Pretty awesome.
1: I had the same situation with um, a home in Durham, and they had multiple offers. Mm -hmm. And you know, they had one that wrote this heartfelt letter to them, you know, hey, we actually are your rent here in the neighborhood. You know, we would love to stay in this neighborhood because our kids love it. They have friends da 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 da. And you know, my sellers, um, the wife immediately, she was like, we got to choose these people, we got to choose people. And I was like, All right, let's let's take it back. Now the other offer's way, way stronger, you know. They actually end up going with a stronger offer, by my advice. But you know what, I guess it was meant to be because that buyer ended up terminating and then these people came back and of course my sellers especially the wife was so excited that this person that wrote the letter to them has now come back to them and now they've closed on the home and they live there but um that goes to show you you know and i think it was several thousand dollars can't remember exactly in the back of my head but several thousand dollars that you know this offer with a letter was less Mm -hmm. versus the person that didn't have the offer but the wife was all about moving forward and losing money, you know, yeah. because of this letter. So, you know, be heartfelt, be likable.
0: When we turned around and sold our home, had multiple offers. Yeah. And one of the lower ones, they didn't write a letter, but there were a few things that the agent threw in there that made you feel like these folks really want to be yeah, in here from an emotional home. standpoint. Yeah. And if they'd written a letter, uh, there's no telling. <laughs> right. Her. We might have chosen <laughs> They them. might
1: have been the winner. Now, they yeah. were
0: a little yeah. closer and it wasn't an enormous financial difference between the two offers that came through. So it might have been a little easier decision to take a small hit. Sure. But I mean, it could have definitely worked, but it, they didn't. Yeah. And so it wasn't enough of an emotional And it's also, pull. <laughs> you know,
1: the the contract to close process too. Yeah. You know, um, what is it going to look like in the future? You know, just right. the negotiations and the initial offers, just one step of the whole process. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just the beginning. So working with someone who's likable, right. that's very important that it's going to be a win-win. You know, these people, aren't going to just be difficult, you know, the rest of the way, you know, so yeah, be likable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The other obvious advice is when it does come to the dollars, you want to be careful of the like, let's just throw out a low ball offer and see what happens.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, And that's probably less
0: common these days, right? Since it's such a seller's market.
1: Yeah. I mean, here and there, we still see them. You'll you'll be surprised. Um, You'll be surprised. We have a a home that will go on the market for only a day and you'll get a lowball offer. And you're like, guys, like you're just wasting everyone's time. Um, But, you know, the biggest reason why we um, say be careful about just kind of playing the market and throwing out a lowball offer, even though you'd go way, way higher, is you can insult the seller. So the seller, remember, they have options. Options. They can accept, they can counter your response, or they can just decline, you know, and yeah. just say, you know what, nope, we're not even going to give you a counter. And I see that happen a lot. I've also seen where sellers can just get irritated, and it almost just like pisses them off, to be honest oh, yeah. with you. And instead of they won't just decline your offer, they'll counter back and they'll counter back at full price. Hmm. You know, and so it's, you've lost all your negotiation power when you start off that low and by insulting the seller. So, you know, if you have reason to go in low, because the comparables justify it, well, you know what, you or your agent should be doing this for you, is share those comparables, justify why you're making this lowball offer, and put it in a nice way. Hmm. Hey, this is not meant to be an insult. You know, the reason why we're coming here in at this price point is because of these comparables, you know, less, work this out. But just throwing a lowball number out there, you know, don't do it. Don't do no. it. Because you potentially might lose that home that you
0: want. This might sound really funny, but you'd be surprised, I think is what you're going to say here, Angie, is be ready for the yes. Be ready for them to accept your offer. Yeah. And it sounds really funny, but you have people that submit offers that weren't actually emotionally ready for it. Mm-hmm. You've seen that?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. Because remember, if they say yes, and they don't even have to let you know as the buyer that they're saying yes, right? right. They can just sign, because... Because you're the, already
0: sending signed contract. I was going to
1: say, yeah. yeah the, the process is typically, not always, it could, they could reverse it on us, but typically it's the buyers that initiate an offer. Mm-hmm. So you sign as the buyer, you send it over to the seller or to their agent. If the seller signs that and then it's, it's sent back to you or sent back to your agent that's representing you as being the buyer, you now have an executed contract. You are a officially under contract. Now, can you back out? Sure you can but you would lose monies, right. you know, depending on where
0: you're at the that process. Right. So,
1: you know what, be ready and be all in, you know, and, and if there's any concerns, you know, ask those questions mm-hmm. up front. Read through the contract paperwork, you know. The time to do that is not after you've already submitted the offer over because once right. again, they can sign it and you are under contract.
0: Make sure it's truly the house you want. Yeah, so I, for sure. I know it seems bizarre, but I was there. Yeah. My, the, when we bought our first home, I was one of these people. We put in an offer, and I definitely wasn't ready to say yes. Uh-huh. But I don't know why. We just did it. And uh, luckily, we got into a multiple offer situation, and- we didn't, you know, bid high enough to then get it. You
1: were like, okay, it was meant to be, but thank goodness they uh, didn't accept my goodness. offer, right? Thank
0: goodness. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we would have ended up fine in that home, but we definitely were like, afterward, we were like, whew, we dodged a bullet there. Right. And then you Which start is thinking so about,
1: like, this is crazy, why, why? didn't we put in an offer? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs>
0: but you do a weird emotional thing yeah, when you buy Yeah, you,
1: I know. It's, it's all, I mean, especially with the crazy market and the limited inventory, yeah. you can feel that extra pressure that, hey, you know what, if I find something that I like, 95% of it. I need to jump on it. But you know what? You're right. You know, make sure that you are ready for a yes should you submit an offer. So I, I know we're you know talking about a lot of great um, ideas and just suggestions when making an offer for buyers. But of course, it's very important for buyers to also understand the process as far as making an offer. You know, contract to close, all the terminology, just to make sure that they truly understand what's happening from start to finish. So we would love to share with you a copy of our contract guide or our home buying guide. And this is just the steps from start to finish as far as, you know, what it all takes as far as purchasing a home. It's great for sellers, too. So if you would like to receive a copy of our Home Buying Guide, you can text on your smartphone. You can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. So once again, to get a copy of our home buying guide, which goes through the steps from start to finish when it comes to purchasing a home, just text the word CONTRACT to the phone number 555-888.
0: Again, that's all you have to do to get Angie Coles and uh, A. Cole Realty's home buying guide. Great starting point for anyone looking to buy and even sell a home here in the near future. Just text the word CONTRACT to 555-888. That's 555-888. Put the word CONTRACT into the message and send it over we'll text you right back with a link to download that buying guide if you would like to get the buying guide by calling in you can certainly do that as well angie's direct number is 919-538-6477 just tell her you'd like to get that buying guide and uh, she can probably email it to you if you don't have texting ability on your phone or something like that 919-538-6477 is that number we're coming up on today's edition of the savvy real tour with angie cole stay right there Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. I love the Neighborhood Spotlight each week here on the Savvy Realtor. Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. It's because we get to learn about new nooks and crannies of the triangle. And uh, Angie, where are you taking us this week?
1: Yeah, so I thought I would take you guys over to Apex. Uh, So the Neighborhood Spotlight is Colvin Park. That's C-O-L-V-I-N. Colvin Park. And this is right off of 1010 Road. You take 1010 to Smith Road and then to Stevenson Road. So beautiful, beautiful neighborhood. It is a brand new built- neighborhood built by taylor morrison is the builder these are single family detached homes some of these homes also have a full finished basement they range around 2300 to 4700 square feet they started building in 2014 and the right on the tail end of completion there are currently two active homes left in this neighborhood that are brand new built homes there's also one active resale home as well this neighborhood has wonderful amenities so they have a 15 acre lake they have a junior size Olympic pool, a clubhouse, a tot lot, and walking trails. And once again, it's the newness which counts, mm-hmm. right? It is just a gorgeous built neighborhood along with the homes. You know, they have all of the wonderful upgrades and features that are put into th- these homes that make them just absolutely beautiful. So if you would like to get more information on Colvin Park, feel free to give me a shout. You can call or text me directly. My number is 919 919- 538-6477. Once again, it's 919-538-6477. And the homes in Colvin Park, they range around 350 up to about 560 okay. as far as the price range. So once again, if you would like more information on our neighborhood spotlight located at Colvin Park, you can give me a call at 919-538-6477.
0: Pretty cool neighborhood, great location, really not far at all from US 1 and, you know, access to other locations around the Triangle. And you got a Publix for Publix fans. Oh, yeah. Right nearby. So That's definitely. convenient shopping nearby as well. That's the neighborhood spotlight this week. Again, it's Colvin Park in Apex. Cool location. You want more information about that, about buying or selling homes, you can always call Angie directly. It's that 919 area code and then 538 538- 6477 or look us up online acolerealty.com listen to past episodes of the program learn more and search for homes there on the website as well acolerealty.com more coming up on today's show this is the savvy realtor with angie cole it's time for the mailbag we want to hear from you Nico has our first question of the week. Nico is in Raleigh at our old uh, neighborhood in Durham. There used to be this little kid that lived around the corner that would always run into us when we were walking our dogs. And his name was Nico. Nico. And he's cute. little, little like, uh, you know, just a little, and I mean this in the cute way, like a yeah. little, little chubby kid, yeah. just real cute and pants always falling down <laughs> off of him. He's trying to run around holding his pants up. And he'd always come say hi and wave at the dogs I and ride his it. bike around the neighborhood. So shout out to Nico.
1: Nico.
0: This one's in Raleigh, so probably a different Nico. He says, We were going to wait until next year, in fact, until later next year, to sell our home. But I saw a story recently that predicts a huge jump in interest rates soon, and I'm scared, trying to read the tea leaves here, to that it'll dry up the pool of buyers. Should I just go ahead and list now, even though it's not really that convenient for our situation?
1: Nico, you are definitely right. There is talk and we are positive already interest rates have started to, you know, increase and they will continue to. Definitely not going to shoot up. I don't foresee that happening. You know, of course, that's just something that I, of course, cannot predict. But, you know, they very quickly into 2019, I do think that we can expect over 5%. And I know that that, scares buyers yeah. you know for some reason that five number is scary for people even though several years ago i mean they were way higher than that but for some reason going over that mark it freaks buyers out now do i think that they will just stop buying because interest rates go up i don't mm-hmm. You know, buyers are in the market for all different reasons, and just because of a change in inventory levels or interest rates, that's not going to stop people from buying, mm-hmm. you know? Many people have to buy, you know, or or, or have to sell. Same idea. Right. So, I wouldn't let it freak you out so much that it's, you must put your home on the market now, but it is something to think about because right. i would uh, can only assume there's going to be more buyers in the market when interest rates are lower versus as they continue to creep up the pool of buyers will be smaller so it's never a uh, too early to start that process as far as getting your home in the market
0: yeah great question nico thanks for sending that one in always tough trying to read the tea leaves of the future it's never an easy thing to do so maybe the question comes down to how inconvenient is it for you to sell in the near future right not so much it's inconvenient but just how much would it really be you've been listening to the savvy realtor podcast i'm walter storholt alongside angie cole